This week's podcast is a really interesting one. Why a gym would call itself chocolate box training, why they don't move with the current health and fitness industry, and why they think you should run a marathon around Mount Everest. Let's get it. Welcome to the Body Science Podcast, bringing you everything you need, want, and should know about health, fitness, nutrition, and training. As always, the information contained in this podcast is for the information purposes only and is not designed to diagnose or be prescriptive to treat, prevent, or manage any injury, disease, or other health-related condition. This podcast is brought to you by Hydroxy Burn Shred. Get in the fat-burning zone, both physically and mentally, with this potent combination of thermogenic fat burners and mood-boosting nootropic ingredients. Scientifically designed to help you reach your weight loss goals, destroy stubborn fat cells, speed metabolism, boost energy, and improve your mood. With an industry-leading 4 grams of acetyl-L-carnitine plus green tea extract guarana and hydroxy citric acid, Hydroxy Burn Shred will take your training and weight loss journey to a whole new level. Hey, welcome to Body Science HQ. Really excited about who I've got on today. This is a home of fit, happy and healthy and no better than a person that runs the human performance in a gym called Chocolate Box Training. Now, Mr. Why Not Nathan Picklem said to me, you've got to meet these guys, you've got to talk. And so Wade Farmer is up. Wade, mate, let's not muck around. Let's let's talk about Chocolate Box Training and yourself and what's happening in life. Look, the gym, Greg, is basically a facility located on the northern beaches of Sydney. My role is twofold. On the floor, I'm the head strength and conditioning coach but then I also look after the education and development side of the business as well. Pico loves the gym because of the name. I think he rocked up and genuinely thought that you could eat yeah, chocolate, chocolate and train Yeah, that would have got him there. But then he stayed for everything else that we offer. Basically we're an all-encompassing facility that try and cover everything from high level strength and conditioning right through to guys that are sort of trying to do their first marathon or their first half Ironman and things like that as well. The whole marathon word's a bit close to you, isn't it? Yeah, so my, my uncle is <laughs> Is Pat Farmer. I can't escape the surname. Basically, he I shouldn't I shouldn't dodge that question because he really is a big He's inspiration. Big inspiration yeah. for me. And he was probably the reason that I got into this industry in the first place. He's definitely the reason that I stay in this industry. He just summoned Matterhorn a couple of weeks ago. He's a guy who can barely raise his arms above his head because he's been running his whole life and he still is doing stuff that steps outside of his boundaries. So it keeps me on my toes. For those of you that don't know, Pat Farmer ran across the Simpson Desert and as you said more recently from the North Pole to the South Pole. Yeah. He he, he ran pole to pole going back probably four or five years ago now. It still fathoms belief that he was able to complete that and remain alive. Some of the stories he's got are incredible. I remember one of them when he was in the North Pole. He talks about a blizzard that came through. And when the blizzard cleared, there was a footprint that was the size of like a man lay down essentially of a polar bear so the blizzard had literally just torn everything around it so the polar bear could have been within a five meter radius of him and he just couldn't see it because it was white no wonder he kept running <laughs> <laughs> mate and like he, he's given you a, a true strength in life and given you a mantra that you love like the mind is primary that mantra is sort of initially that initiated from him just showing that he always talks about just putting one foot in front of the other and yeah. that anything is achievable if you just break it down into steps then i kind of carried that mantra through when i started to investigate a little bit more into my own training we got introduced through the owner of our gym chocolate box to jim jones which are an outfit that you're probably quite we've all with. seen jim jones training in play yeah so jim jones <laughs> i guess you would have known from guys who listen to the podcast before the 98 boys yep. have kind of centered some of their foundations around that i went through the system and was i'm a fully certified instructor and i was among the last cohort of people to be grandfathered in so mate tell us about yourself you are 
are you're running the human performance there. Is that the correct wording you want to use there, or should we be using another athletic development? Athletic no. development is more my division, so that just means that with like personally, what I what I do within Chocolate Box is that I just look after sports specificity yep. and more athletes and stuff. I do have some Gen Pop, but most of my clientele are really just sports specific. Lots of juniors, and but then I've been fortunate enough to work with anything from Wallabies through to Australian now and international level rowers. I've got Iron Men, Iron Women, sailors. I, the, the list keeps growing and growing. I'm just constantly learning more and more about sport as I take on more sport-specific athletes. And look, for those of you that don't know, and Wade's being a little reluctant to throw this one over the bow, but we're talking about rowers and, <laughs> and stuff. You, you have a Bachelor of Medical Science degree from University of Sydney. You majored in anatomy and, and histology. Yeah. So what is histology? <laughs> so histology is staining things and looking at them under a microscope. Yep. I hated that aspect of my degree. Okay. It was the one thing that I realized that by doing it, I never wanted to do ever again. My background in study is uh, medical science. Mm -hmm. So I studied at the University of Sydney and I majored in anatomy and histology. I spent a lot of time doing a lot of neuro stuff as well, but I didn't double major. But okay. I just have a keen interest in a lot of neuro and neuropathology. So how do you take a left step from medicine and end up in one of the leading performance gyms happening in Sydney at the moment? Because you guys got a lot of technology at Chocolate Box. Yeah, so I guess that's that's something we've worked hard to get and something that I pushed for a lot. We've also got a lot of qualified staff as well. I'm not the only one with a medical science degree. I'm actually trumped by our Swedish powerlifter who has a medical science degree and a master's in medical science as well. So, not a lot of gyms throwing those type of qualifications around. What's drawing people to you know chocolate box training or as you guys call it, CBT? Like I said before, CBT, we try and cover all bases. We're a facility that... Look, we don't take ourselves too seriously, but we are very serious about what we do. And what we do is make good people better. The Sports Science Lab is a space that basically is, helps put quantifiable numbers on whether people are performing and improving. That looks after a lot of national and international level athletes, but it also looks after our clients exclusively too. So I know that if I've got someone that's struggling with their gait when they're running and they're, and they're getting some pain and stuff like that, they can jump in there, get some hard numbers, get some testing, and we can actually see, oh, this is why that's happening. This is why you're getting that pain let's jump back into the gym let's do some corrective exercise work or let's work you on a 6-12 week program where we're really working on that stuff get you back measure the differences well that must be some facility do you want to have a chat about what's in it what, what it looks like basically we've grown over an eight-year period to being a small park gym which is before i came on board i mm -hmm. came on board when we had secured the first facility the first facility was ironically across the road from where we are now and already that was very different to anything that i'd experienced in commercial gyms it just had different equipment a different vibe it was a community it wasn't a facility i guess yep. is the best way to put it since then in the last 12 months we've opened up a brand new space that is it's a dream facility basically mm -hmm. it's over 2,000 square meters wow it has everything that we i basically when we built the gym the owner said write your dream gym like put everything that you would ever want on it, top to bottom, and then we'll filter it down and make it realistic. I'm yet to find something that was filtered down off that dream list. Nice, that's the type of uh, people you want in the industry. So yeah, we invested a lot in our facility to really back up everything that we wanted to do. So why would someone care about going to Chocolate Box training? Like what, what, why would I go there? 
what what's making and I, I know you talked about you work in the athletic populations but the gen pop you know why would I want to go to your to chocolate box so apart from a bad Google search that sent me in the wrong direction <laughs> yeah so and that's I guess the name we had an opportunity to change let's even. talk about the name yeah. I like this okay. I've got to get it out I've been dodging it but let's bring it out the name we had an opportunity to change when we built the new space and we actually sat down and we were like look the name's a question that gets brought up a lot yep. so do we do we stick with it it's what we've worked on it's what we've branded or do we throw it away and start again we obviously stuck with it and I think that it's because the name represents what we do and it's not the status quo around the time when the gym was first I guess its origin there was so many shitty status quo names out there there was a lot of fitness this gym that all these different names that are just boring and yep. so we wanted to show that that you're not your name you're not your four walls you are so much more than what a brand can ever identify you as so the name just shows that we don't stick to rules i love it absolutely love it so mate tell us about your background in high performance like you, you've got got all the goodies that you wanted on your checklist the team's put together an amazing new facility what are you actually doing there basically if you look at it in three pieces i, I don't know if it's this easy to divide but i'll try and break it down yep. for the listeners so it's a bit easier to describe the most popular part of our gym is what we term the basement because when we were in the old facility it generally was a level that yep. was underground we've kind of just kept the tag because everyone identified nice. to it, yep. same as the name that we've yep. got now it's a semi-private area which i'm not aware of anywhere else in the country that does things like what we do but basically we open our doors at 5 a.m in the morning and from 5 a.m till 10 30 in the morning you can go in there and you're following a periodized program which basically just means that everything's been broken down into say monday is going to be a squat day tuesday's core and conditioning wednesday's a deadlift day thursday we go core and conditioning again friday's upper body and then saturday we hit like a 30 minute intense kind of higher intensity yep. interval type thing for a four to 12 week period so think three four week pieces yep. you'll go in and in that monday session you'll know right i'm squatting today and i'm going for five sets of three and i'm going to try and better my squat but then depending on your goals you might go all right i want to really put some muscle on or I want to really get stronger. So you'll go strength and power on yep. Monday. You might have your partner or your mate that's trying to cut some weight down. They'll go strength and conditioning on that Monday. So your goal, your training is goal orientated. Mm -hmm. Everything we try and do at the gym is goal orientated. We don't just want to force you into a corner and make you do something that isn't what you chose to do in the first place. So in that sort of 5 a.m. to 10.30 slot you go in whenever you want there's at least one coach two to three at busier time periods that are going to put you through that session make sure you're doing everything correctly and then you leave when you're done so you don't have to do an on the hour every hour type setup we open back up at 3 30 go through to 7 30 happens all over again in the afternoon and what are athletes doing when they come in like that's your general population and looking at weight loss or fitness or just getting fit happy and healthy as we like to say so what are athletes coming to see you guys for so athletes are look they're going to be much more directed by their club, their sport, their individual goals. The athletic development stuff is where you'd be coming to see someone like me. You'd be going into more of a one-on-one -on -one setting. That's a much more complicated and well-thought-out individualized process, I guess. You can't get a cookie-cutter program when you're an athlete yeah. because you need to make sure that everything you're doing is aligned with your sport. That's where the sports science lab comes into it a lot. We're also fortunate enough to have allied health 
specialists in the facility as well. Okay, so what do you got there? So we've got physio, active women's health, massage, and it always growing as well. Like we've we've made sure that we've got space to take on more when you know yep. good specialists are you know hard to find. So yeah, when okay. when the good one comes in, we want to make sure we've got a spot for them. And then we've also got a team of in-house dietitians. So the health and performance collective, they're big advocates for you guys as well. That was a big thing that we wanted to make sure anyone we brought on aligned with what we want yep. in a company and what we believe in. We believe in body science. So we wanted our affiliates to also have that opinion. Being that the case too, because we are dealing with athletes, we've got to make sure that everything that they're using is all tested yeah. and tried. So it, it was a no-brainer to have them come on because we know that they're not going to be pushing anything that the athletes can't have. So we just try and keep in an athlete performance setting, everything's under one roof. They can work with me. They can work with the dietitians. Their physios are right there. And then I know that, for example, if it's an NRL athlete, so someone like uh, Liam Knight. So I'll work mm -hmm. with Liam in his off season at the moment. He's with Raiders. When he goes back to Raiders, I got to make sure that everything that we've done is signed, sealed, delivered. And I can almost just hand off back to the SNC and be like, this is what Liam did in his off season. We got numbers for this was his initial squat this is where he was when he left or simple things like more biomechanical stuff that we can go into the lab and go through this was liam's jump profile when he started week one this is him week 12 here you go here's your athlete back and how many teams are reaching out to you for this specialized one-on-one -on -one programming these days like that that's in i know it's massive in the u.s a lot of athletes have their own expert that travels with them now like the snc coach of a lot of these teams is actually dealing with 35 other snc coaches because obviously money's not an issue over there when you start talking sport in some of those areas. But for you, like, this is a fairly new concept in Australia for someone to consider. Like, how are they finding you? That's a, probably a big thing I want to say. And then why are they finding you and what, what do they want to do with you when, you when they catch up? Yeah, look, that's a big one. I was actually only talking about this earlier in the week in it completely. We are lending ourselves more, but the money isn't there. That's the yeah. other thing. So most of the people that are coming to, for private training, they're young. They're probably juniors themselves. Yeah. So I've, I've got a few guys that haven't even quite broken through the cusp yet and made yeah. it into the AFL, the NRL, but they're trying really hard. You know, they're in Swans Academies yeah. and they're, they're in those feeder clubs. Yeah. Those guys are going to pay out their own pocket. So yeah. it, it, it is challenging. And clap them in. That's an amazing effort to, you know, for people yeah, to do that. absolutely. The other thing, you know, they can write some of that off as, as well if they yep. choose to, but they are still paying for it out of their pocket initially. And, that, and that's that's where it just comes in, trusting, trusting you, trusting the company, like trusting the gym as a whole. You know, we're fortunate enough that I think we have a lot of higher level athletes walking in and out of the doors every day. Manly are in every other day. We're in off season. So we've got the off season all-stars coming through every Wednesday. We do a session that's pretty much every club under the sun that I can think of. And we just do a big hit out together. Let's talk about Manly. I mean, obviously we sponsor to Manly too and Dan Ferris is you know one of our mates what was the process with Dan for the club to actually go yeah let's go to chocolate box training like well I should actually back up it was probably Dan and Chad Randall Randall is a good mate of ours through the gym he's come through and we've got a lot of the golden eagles as well so yep. all the old manly greats they're basically all of them train with us and stuff boxy shout out to boxy so <laughs> they're all in there doing their bit working hard and I think that because they see that it's just we've built a community so that community attracts other people that like to do what we do and they see it from afar and they, they, they want to know more, basically. We don't attract everyone for that reason because a lot of people just don't share with what we do, yep. you know, and, and that's fine too. I think that you can't water your brand down enough just to make it, you know, enticing for the general population. Yep. You're going to push yourself into a corner sometimes, but you're inviting people into that corner, you know, and your corner's going to get bigger. With Manly and stuff, I think that that was a conversation where we had people training at the gym already that were a part 
part of the club and they just said what are you doing like come on board these guys are great and it was just the facility the spaces that we have and the boys just love it most of the rehab guys have got an opportunity to train in any gym that they want on all the beaches but they just keep coming back because the space is open it's welcoming they can come and go as they please and we've got everything that they need yeah the reason i'm harping on this and i know i'm harping on this when i talk about manly and i mean i've been in the manly facility you know there's a pretty cool gym happening out there you guys could probably spend a little bit more money on it if you wanted but it does the job and you know dan's always made things happen from there and created some great footy teams out of there why would they where they've got they've got a structure they've got a team why did they come to you and that's that's i'm really trying to pull that out of you like i really Mm. want to know like why would manly come to you when they've got their own gyms they've got this they've got they've got coaches and and trainers and so how are you working with this high-end sport and and i assume it has a lot to do with the services you offer and some maybe some of the equipment and some of the setup you've got there like if we can talk about that i think that would excite a lot of people yeah i guess i've got to be careful because i don't want to take credit for something that we haven't done you know when the boys come through when it is manly they are still following their club program oh absolutely yeah and you you said that before you said look we pack it all up and we report back on how we went you know when you're talking about um, Mm. raiders so you know i'm not i'm not worried about you sounding like you're doing the coaching of the team i'm talking about like why did they why did they come to you as an extension of what they've already got because that's what people are looking for like a lot of people are already in teams in structures and i get teams there's only so much time for the to get a massage there's only so much time you can have the physio because he's got the, they're, they're mentoring 30 odd people in a in a program mm. so why are people coming to you for those boys i know that it's it's a sense that they're getting out and they're doing something that they're not going to do anywhere else yep. so so we're we're doing things that again that disrupt the status quo that's sort of where that jim jones stuff comes into yep. it so when they're coming into us and they're doing their group training sessions and stuff we'll always make sure like they'll, they might have an open-ended 30 minute conditioning piece at mm-hmm. the end and they would have set stuff in there but it would probably just be boring intervals or like a Malcolm test yep. some kind of run based stuff we'll put them through 30 minute teams of five max meter ski erg yep. with some sports specific intervals or something like that in their changes off that yep. that's stuff that they're not going to get anywhere else but it's it's just again it's that team environment everyone's working together to achieve the same thing as hard as they possibly can and so i mean obviously most athletes are very competitive jim jones would would uh correlate to the the mental the mental push or as you put it up here the the mind being primary like that's yeah definitely and that's what i mean so being like i said being an affiliate space i think the the core i guess the bones of how we've tried to build the group stuff has always been around what we took out of jim jones and stuff there has been a lot of changes that have gone through that space in you know the last six to 12 months but they've kept their core beliefs and the core beliefs really are that the mind is primary anything you want to do you can achieve if you just keep pushing hard and fighting for it so mate let's talk about i was reading your notes that you guys are, are big on the cards and, and i hope i said that right to uh, i didn't mean to offend any japanese people the continuous incremental improvements and the, the management of that concept and the reason I, i've brought that up is you guys do a lot of specialized event training and i mean you've got to be process driven to send somebody on an event to Everest, Kokoda, Kilimanjaro. Like, wh- why do you guys do that? Look, the endurance and adventure factor of the gym is is a it's kind of a living, breathing thing in and of itself. The owner Luke is huge on travel and experiences and wanting to do things with your fitness he pulled me right outside of my comfort zones a few years ago where we actually got the opportunity to crew for my uncle pat who we spoke about earlier when he ran from one end of india to the other that was an experience that i haven't been a part of since i was about five or six when he did that would have been amazing it was incredible like we started down in the southernmost part of india at a place called kenya kamari which is right down there near uh, sri lanka and i just saw him battle through immense humidity and heat and he went into like 
full heat stroke and shock and then he had to be rushed into hospital come back out and he made it through that and then you get through and then you're in the cold because then you're up right near Everest and you've got to go through and deal with the altitude and the changing in temperatures and this is all happening while he's running through a country so that kind of I think really spurred on the sense where we're like we've we've got to start offering more to people like people don't just want to step in the gym and step out to be honest if you go into the gym just to go to the gym you're wasting your time in the first place you've got to have a why and that's what we want to do we want to give people a why give something to do with your fitness it doesn't have to be to run a marathon or to go do an Ironman or something you can literally just want to be a better dad be a better partner be a better you but that's still enough of a why exactly yep the adventure stuff though is a really clear goal orientated way to train for something though so what we do with the adventure side of chocolate box is that we find events scattered all around the world and we offer a full training course and programming for those events say for example you want to do Kokoda. We'll get you there. We'll give you your flights, your accommodation, your ticket all the way through and stuff, and all the training leading up to it for one package. And I think the community, I can't speak because on behalf of those that have done it, because I actually haven't done Kokoda and the guys at back at home will laugh at me because I probably won't either. We should throw a challenge out to get it done. A few of your peers and let's go do it. Clint's in. Clint's in. I'm Nathan's in. Body science. Chocolate box, Kokoda. Yeah, I, I like the idea of that. Let's well, get it done. Yeah, definitely. As a result, I guess that works well because we do do the corporate stuff as well. So if the timeline doesn't fit for you and you see an event, be like, oh man, that's that's not going to work for me. I'm overseas then or something. But you've got a team of guys or you've got a company that you want to get in together and do it and stuff. We can make it happen. So we've just worked through and done this enough to know how you organize these events, what training you need leading up to it and stuff so that you aren't just doing it, you're accomplishing it and you're in enjoying the journey along the way even the training becomes fun if you like the people you're doing it with oh yeah that would be that's a major importance like guys for those that are interested in knowing a little bit more about this before we continue talking about it chocolateboxtraining.com that's, that's is, is the website may june july everest kokoda kilimanjaro like i'm not sure if that started if you're if you're interested in in pushing yourself in places you've never been and seeing places you probably wouldn't normally see that that's an amazing story and this hands back to the the team you've got there like what type of team do you put together to go okay we're going to do the Everest marathon we'll just throw that one out like yeah <laughs> we, we we've got a pretty incredible team team people that don't say no to things yep. it's just people that really just want to work for the other people around them I guess the the uh, look I should backtrack because Everest marathon that didn't just start overnight you know like we've we've evolved constantly as our communities evolved yep. as well so it probably just started as you know the pub to pub the fun run around yep. the local area that turned into sydney marathon sydney marathon turns into someone wanting to do an ironman one person puts their hand up to do an ironman you get four more that want to do an ironman pretty pretty soon you're going over to sri lanka and you're doing a half ironman with a group of people so it just it's a natural progression of things in 2018 we went and we took a group to everest base camp we actually did it twice and then in 2019, we're actually going to be running the Everest Marathon. So stepping one to the next and just constantly trying to improve. I don't know where we're going to go after. I hope we don't get much higher than Everest Marathon. We'll probably end up <laughs> running the first marathon on the moon, but we will evolve. That's amazing, mate. To have a group of people that want to push others to go where they've never been. That's a, that's an amazing, that's gets you out of bed in the morning. And what's it like when you hit, when what time you hit the gym in the morning? I'm pretty good. I've put my 5 a.m. starts behind me. Yeah. yeah they're, <laughs> most of those 
guys. I'm I'm struggling to get the leagueies out of bed before nine a.m. at the moment. I'm trying to do eight a.m. sessions, and they're they're saying no. So, yeah. but I'm I'm not complaining. So I'll I'll get up probably start my day at seven, but then I won't leave there till seven. It's filled with anything from working with athletes one on one to doing some testing work in the lab with some people back out meetings to try and make this stuff a reality and then back in to do it again the next day i haven't been there i'm really keen to get down and have a look so just jumping back on everest kakoda or kilimanjaro which are some of the events you've got coming up how early do i have to sign how committed am i to the process what what am i what are you looking for me each week to make sure that i actually complete what i'm starting it's a conversation obviously initially i think that anyone who puts their hand up just to even say hey i want to do kakoda you haven't just made that decision at the drop of a hat you've thought about it for a long time and, and we you know we don't take those sorts of messages lightly most of those people are internal in the gym thus far but we've had a lot of family members so one person comes through and then they're like oh look my dad wants to do it as well he's not a member that's fine mm-hmm. don't have to be you're just a part of the training process and the package that comes through it it's all again periodized like we do all of our other stuff so you've got your work days and your rest days always in yep. there making sure that you're not overloading and stuff and then the benefit is that you know sometimes you're going to be covering Ks that you've never covered before. So if we need to do work with the allied health specialists and stuff to make sure that you're in good nick the whole way through, that you can actually, like I said, you don't just finish, you accomplish and you get it done and you enjoy the training along the way, we'll make it happen. Mate, don't just finish, accomplish. I love that. That should be on a t-shirt. Get it on one. You can have it. You're making (laughs) t-shirts. Speaking of that, let's talk about success stories. This is what I love about what I'm able to do here. I always get something really special and, and something that means a lot to an individual have you got any good stories there for us mate the the biggest one that probably jumps to mind would be a girl by the name of georgie Rowe. the surname is fitting which you'll find out soon enough basically georgie was a client like everyone else she rode surf boats a lot of our communities built on surf boats that's sort of a big culture that we've got down in northern beaches you guys have got yep. it here too so we really do have we've got a lot of different clubs but she was part of coloroy georgie was a pretty gun girl on an erg so just like the concept to okay, yep. the, the rower and she had a pretty pretty mean 2k time just on her own untrained just doing the the surf boat stuff without any a ton of specific work georgie called me up one day and she said i'm going to enter in the national 2k trials so they're out at a hospital out west she just called you up she hadn't done any of that before just i'm gonna have a crack she oh, don't get me wrong like being a surfboat rower she spent a fair bit of time on a rowing machine but yeah. and, and she'd done a few 2ks in a day but she was far from you know it being a bread and butter or anything yeah. like that and she went in i said sweet i'll come out with you and then myself and katie williams is a good friend of hers and a few others we all went out there and i think off the top of my head she pulled a 638 which i don't know if to put in perspective for your listeners the jim jones 2k standard is seven minutes and under for a male so (laughs) wow at a 638 for a female that was a pretty phenomenal time in and of itself and that started to kind of raise the eyelids of a lot of people in the community the people that were there as well she logged that time and it was the fastest time in the country from there messages got flown back and forth and then they invited her to the crash b 2k time trials over in boston later that year so they flew her over she did her time over there i can't remember how she did from that but what it did was get a foot in the door with uh, the uts rowing club they basically turned her from a surfboat rower who had probably never rowed a day on still water in her life into an accomplished flatwater rower who's now part of the Australian Women's Eight. And in the process, she knocked another four or five seconds off her 2K PV. No so way. she sits at 6.34 today and 
she's only been doing it for a year. That is amazing. That is amazing. Okay, mate, we might um we might wrap that up there. Look, if you're looking to, to jump into an Everest marathon for someone would would want to do that, that's May 2019, Kokoda June 2019, and Kilimanjaro July, July. Yep, 2019. July. So guys, chocolateboxtraining.com. Check out what they're doing. Check out the team that's there, and and most of all, jump in one of those events and uh, change your life. It's always good to have people on board that are changing lives, mate. Or if you're really keen to find out more and, and, and get a real feel for what the guys are doing at Chocolate Box Training on Insty. We love that. They've got a great Instagram account. And at Wade.Farmer is the man you need to follow. Thanks for having me, Greg. Legend. Cheers. Hey, team. We are very excited to bring you the 10-week refresh program with ASN brought to you by Body Science. And with me, I have the beautiful Harriet. Good afternoon. And yes, we are very excited. So during the 10-week refresh program, I'm going to be covering all things performance nutrition, how to get the most out of your training with the food you eat. And what are you covering, Dan? Well, Harriet's super smart. I'm not as smart as Harriet. So I'm going to be taking over all the physical stuff. So I'm going to be doing the training. I'm going to be teaching people how to get moving and also more importantly, I'm going to teach them a little bit about mental health and how that training can affect their mental health, just like food can as well. Is that right, Harriet? That is correct, Amanda. So we are going to drop a link below for the registration details or you can Google the ASN Lifestyle Refresh. Get amongst it. Get on board. Let's make some changes. Today's podcast was brought to you by our partners in Fit, Happy and Healthy, ASN, Nutrition Warehouse, DY Discount vitamins, fat burners only, Evelyn Fay, Mr. Supplement, or find a retailer online at bodyscience.com.au forward slash retailers.